and and what is your uh, brewer's name? Weedy. Weedy Weidenthal. 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 Okay, that's Weedy awesome. Weidenthal. <laughs> yeah, you probably hired him based on name alone, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just a pleasant surprise he knew how to brew. Welcome to Tap That AZ, the show that introduces you to the awesome people behind the best craft beverages in the state of Arizona. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I travel to the town too tough to die, Tombstone, Arizona. What an awesome trip it was. 182 miles south of where I live, and let me tell you, it was a struggle to get there. Two young kids loading up the wagon, trying to get there, car sickness, luggage changes, everything was just a challenge. I I ended up being there a little bit later than what I wanted to be, but Matt was awesome. Had a huge event the next day, the grand opening, but he was amazing. Awesome conversation. I definitely want to get down there again for another uh, episode, but uh, hope you enjoy the show. Let's tap into Tombstone Brewing Company. Welcome to another episode, and we are in fucking Tombstone, right? I didn't, I don't, I don't even know what to say. And we're even on Tough Nut Street. Isn't that the name of the street? Yeah, yeah. Tough Nut. Yep. That's awesome. So um, I'm with Matt. Matt's the owner of Tombstone Brewing Company. Matt, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is uh, this is pretty badass. So how, how did you get into Tombstone? Um, I followed my wife. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she uh, she's fifth generation Cochise County. Hmm. Her great-great-granddad was actually one of the judges at the courthouse 300 feet down the road. Really? Um, yeah, also on Tough Nut. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, she wanted to come down here to be closer with family, to have our kids. Uh, we have a two-year-old. Okay. To have her down here. Yeah. Um, be closer to family. Yeah. So I, uh, I followed. Nice. Nice. It's a good place to follow, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've actually, I've actually been here. Like, I've lived in Arizona for, I think, nine years now. And I've actually never been here, but I've always wanted to come here. So do, are you from uh, Phoenix area, Tucson? Um, I've been in Tempe for the past 12 years, 13 okay. years, but gotcha. I grew up in Kentucky. Okay. So. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. So um, why beer? Like, why did you decide that you're going to open up a brewery here? I've been, uh, I've been homebrewing for 13, 14 years. Okay. Um, I've been obsessed with opening a brewery for a little while. Yeah. Coming down here gave me a good opportunity to, uh, to change up things and go ahead with it. Yeah. And it's a great location too. Like we, we just kind of came in the back end, um, around here. So we haven't been through town yet. Okay. You're really close to town. Like this is, this is oh, like yeah, prime property here. Yeah. We're a block and a half from Allen street. Yeah. So I mean, everybody always thinks of Tombstone, the movie Tombstone, right? And but Tombstone was like a, um, it was a pretty high class town, wasn't it? Like it was rough. It was it pretty was... rowdy. Okay. Um, like I guess in their heyday, they had five breweries. Five breweries. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, some of them were just tents. Okay. Where they were just <laughs> nice. brewing it on tents. Yeah. It was actually apparently a logger town too. Like, whereas, like, a lot of the mining towns had English beers, it was loggers here. Oh, I, th- um, I thought you meant logs, like, logging. No, like, there's no, no logs like, around here. Yeah. <laughs> logger beer. Logger beer. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. But, yeah, it was, it's a, 
I'm sure there was high class stuff. Like if you've been to the the Macias Rose house, that was like a really rich person's house. She brought a rose that grew into the biggest rose in the world. And, I saw that. Yeah, Still ten thousand square feet. Yeah. Yeah, ten thousand square feet. I might come back in the spring when there's actually flowers and leaves. Right. So right now it's a it's a dead trunk. <laughs> Just a trunk. So. But it's huge, right? It's in like oh, yeah, twelve yeah. feet in circumference yeah, it's, or something. It's gigantic. Yeah. I didn't. I never knew that. So I was, you know, I'm like, I better study up on tombstone before I go down there. And the, one of the main things I saw besides, you know, the the okay corral and um, things like that was the rose bush. I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, rose bush, how big can it be? So I start reading. I'm like, holy shit, that's huge. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, that's really cool. So um, your, we didn't come to talk about rose bushes though, right? That was, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so the beer itself, um, I've noticed recently that you guys You've won some awards, right? You won a couple of awards yeah. at the Strong Beer Fest? Yeah, we won two at Strong Beer Fest. We entered our double IPA, which uh, came in, uh, got a silver in the hoppy beer category. Okay. And then we entered a uh, stout aged in Woodford Rye Barrels. That uh, That's not on the flight, but I can probably find one someplace for you. Okay, um, the award-winning stout. Yeah. Nice. So we've actually got three different Imperial Stout variants right now, and that's one of them. Okay, nice. And then I saw too, um, you guys, uh, there was a gold medal, for, or what was it, tasting.com for the Munich Dunkel? Yeah, it was the beer, World Beer Championships from, uh, from the Beer Tasting Institute. Okay. So we won a, uh, we won a gold medal and our, we got a 93-point score, Okay. which for that's just off the charts awesome. Really? The, yeah. For that, the, for that it was kind? for a Munich Dunkel, so the amber lager that you've got there. That, this one? No, I think that's the Schwartz, yeah. Okay. That one. Yeah. So that one, just 93 points. The competition's been going on for 24 years, and it's international. And the only Dunkel that I could find that's ever won a go- that's ever gotten a higher score than that one is from a private Brauwei Hofmule, which was founded in 1492 in Bavaria. Wow. So that's that's our, the only higher score I could find than ours. Wow, that's legit, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. So do you do you have a hand in the in the brewing process still too? Um, we discuss how recipes are going to go and okay. what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, but execution's up to him. Gotcha. And and what is your uh, brewer's name? Weedy. Weedy Weidenthal. Yeah. Widenthal. Widenthal, yeah. okay. That's Weedy awesome. Widenthal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably hired him based on name alone, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just a pleasant surprise he knew how to brew. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So and he was um he's he's legit. Like yeah, I, he's I, awesome. I looked in I mean, first of all, his beers are phenomenal. I've only had a couple up in the Phoenix area. Um I think I've had the IPA and maybe the double IPA. Okay. At least the IPA. Um but um I'm like, man, this is good. And everything that I've tasted here today is is awesome. And and Thanks. you know, I, I did a little uh stocking on Weedy too, so <laughs> he's he's been around, man. Like he like he's like trained, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's, he went to Siebel. What is that? What is um, that? Siebel's uh Brewing school, probably the most well-known, I think. Okay. Um, he did uh, a certain number of weeks at their campus in Chicago and then uh, finished the program at uh, Domans in Munich. Okay. So oh, in Munich, in Germany? In Germany, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's, uh, I, I think they call it the Master Brewing Academy. I, I forget exactly what the word is, but okay. it's, uh, he's got... He's got that credential. Nice. That's a good credential to have. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So how did you land him? Um, you know, it initially we were gonna. When I set it up, I did a national search for a commercial brewer. Okay. Um, the first guy who actually set up a lot of the equipment, he ended up falling through. Um, 
but then Weedy, I, when I put up a second call, his his resume was just instantly like, this is the best thing in the world. We right. got to get this guy. The interview was more or less just hanging out for a couple hours on a Skype call. Yeah. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was instantly obvious that this was the best guy we could have ever gotten. Yeah. So Like, and for what reason? I mean, obviously his resume for the beer-wise, but what was it about connectivity-wise? Thoughts about the beers we want to make. Okay. Like, it's hard to find someone that knows as much as he does about New England IPAs. Okay. Who's, um, you know, knows about biotransformation and hot bursting, who knows about, like, which yeast to use, who's got that. Plus, he's got the chops to make, you know, filtered, perfect German lagers. And, you know, our sort of opinions on what the best versions of each style are, they matched. Okay. So it's not a matter of, like, he's going to make a stout, and I'm going to be like, this isn't the kind of stout I want. You know, I want roaster. I want, you know, we tend to be always on the same page. That's awesome. So you can you can kind of communicate your idea of like here's what I'm looking for, and he's like, okay, I know how to yeah. make that happen. Yeah. yeah, I could probably just not do any work, and he'd still make the beers I want to drink. <laughs> right? That's awesome. <laughs> not even say anything. Like, how the hell did you know that I wanted this beer? Yeah. So and you guys do um, uh, well. One of the one of the ones that that we're having here, and I've I was pretty excited. I was I was gonna go to Strong Beer Fest. I don't know if I told you this uh, through our through our chatting, but uh, um, I didn't realize you couldn't buy tickets at the gate. So like 15 minutes before yeah, I you left. Mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, damn it. I was planning it for months and then I didn't get tickets. So I was bummed out, extremely bummed out. At, I think it was three o'clock when I had an alarm go off on my phone that the Isle Scotch Ale that you guys were doing was getting tapped. Um, so I was pretty bummed out. So I'm glad that I, I'm getting to, getting to try this. Um, but I've noticed you guys are pretty big on um, barrel aging. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Weedy likes we're... likes to. Yeah. It's a it. it's a it's a mutual love of all things barrel okay so we're actually we've got right now just right next to us Mm -hmm. we've got a barley wine in a mix of bourbon rye whiskey uh port and red wine barrels okay and then we've got an imperial stout that's in uh bourbon barrels and these these are all filled these are all yeah all all of these are filled all of the eight back there are filled so we've got I think we've got 20-something, almost 30 barrels right now, nice. um, including some new oak. Okay. We're going to start doing barrel fermentation, too. What's that? So most barrel, like the whiskey barrels, you it, there were spirits in it. You put a finished beer in it to mature, to oh, take okay. on the whiskey character to or to take on the barrel in the case of the new oak. Okay. Um, barrel fermentation would be we'd brew the beer, the wort and the yeast would go into the barrels, so the actual fer- creation of the beer would occur in the barrel. Wow. So we think that'll get do even more for mouthfeel. It'll do even more for absorbing the character of the barrel. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll. Not a lot of people are doing it, which I think would be really exciting. I was gonna say that seems unusual. Like yeah. it seems a lot of people do it just for the aging or not the just the yeah. Is that right? Yeah, right? the aging. Yeah, yeah. So that and, and so will these be. Um, like limited release type of things or are you going to kind of make some of these like some of your flagships? Um, they'll be limited release. Okay. They'll be bottled. Um, almost all the barrel beers we're going to make are going to be bottled. Okay. We'll, we'll do what we've done with everything else where there's some of the accounts that you know we really want to share it with. Right. We'll, we'll get them kegs of it. Okay. But um, yeah, we, we, we went for more variety of barrels than volume of barrels. Okay. So when we, like with this bottle release we're doing tomorrow, um, it's sort of weird. We were like, well, we'd really like to put this on tap, and we'd really like to have some taps of this up in Phoenix, but every five gallons we send out, that's 40 bottles that don't get filled. Oh, <laughs> so gotcha, we yeah. we got to balance those two things. Right, but, right. 
with, with the way you guys are doing it, you're going to create quite a demand too. So hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a line all the way up to the to the courthouse. Tough nut will be uh, will be filled. <laughs> yeah, I hope the weather cooperates. <laughs> yeah, well, it's super windy down here. I mean, is that normal? Yes. Is it okay? Yeah. yeah. I was hoping when I got here to, to get a little video of tumbleweed, so I might have to find one oh, and dude. just throw it across the street. I, I actually <laughs> came from Tucson this morning, too. Okay. So I yeah. got here just before you did. But, um, yeah, there were, there were some really great tumbleweeds. In Benson, yeah. there was one that was taking up the whole lane, so you are having to go into the media, the, the turn lane. Really? <laughs> yeah. They get that big? This would look like yeah. it was three that came together and okay. made, like, this giant tumbleweed snowman that was just <laughs> running across the street. Awesome. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, it's, it, it feels like tombstone down here. This is, uh, I'm excited to go check out the well, if, if we were to open the back door, you'd also get to see the tombstone wildlife. We, we have a, whenever Weedy brews, as soon as the, we mash in, the deer and javelina start coming by because they're oh. thinking they're going to get some. They, do you feed them some? Um, you know, we have pig farmers okay. that we, yeah. we give them the grain, but they don't always pick it up right away. Okay. And there was one time uh, the one of the farmers left it for like four days, and it was gone. Oh, really? So it was like 1,300 pounds of grain gone in four oh, days. So. It's like stray cats, but they're like <laughs> javelinas. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So, in, so that's, a, that, that's interesting you say that because I know there's a lot of breweries that will, they kind of have a kind of a, a circle of life with, that, with their spent grains where farmers come yeah. and pick them up and then feed them to their pigs and then you guys will have like a like a dinner pig roast tomorrow yeah oh really yeah oh man we've got a in uh we just picked them up at the uh meat packer we we were feeding two of them for a few months yeah um the pig farmer he does all organic stuff down in douglas between douglas and bisbee yeah so he uh we picked the two most delicious looking ones right um (laughs) drove them up to the wilcox meat packing house and uh they're going on we got two smokers set up Puny John, who's an awesome local barbecue guy, he has a barbecue restaurant. He's uh, he's actually sleeping in the brewery tonight because he's starting his cook at uh, 7 p.m. Really? Yeah. So wow. we're gonna get him a little air mattress. He's gonna hang Puny out. John. We might leave a beer on for him. Yeah. I don't know. You'll oh, wake up. He'll have a tap in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Puny John. So you got so Matt Brown, right? Yeah. Last name's yeah. Brown. You got to get a tombstone name, right? Has anybody tried to give you one or? Yeah, no. No, I, I should get working on that. Yeah, you can even do like some sort of downtown Matt Brown or something like that. Right? Yeah, I could you know, try that. That was kind of lame, but you know, you know, you see the direction I'm going with it, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what um, what do you see? What do you want to do with this place? Like, what what is your where do you ideally where would, where would you want this to go? You know, I think we're gonna can. Um, so I, I think. In the very near future, we'll get a canning line in here. Okay. We had planned on already having one, but we focused so much on the barrels and these releases, and then right. construction took longer than expected. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think we're, we're going to can. So the IPAs, those are going to go in cans. A lot of the barrel fermented stuff is going to go in cans. We'll okay. do some English styles that I think are really well suited to the cans where they get them out the door fresh. Right. You know, okay. easy drinking stuff like our hoppy beers. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to can those. I think doing routine bottle releases, like three or four a month. Okay. Um, where we just have this constantly rotating, interesting barrel beers and sours and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think doing that and then just maintaining this tap room. Okay. It's really interesting to see the locals, like, getting really into a Berliner Weiss. Or, like, 
seeing into you guys improvising. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or or getting a or seeing like the local like guys with handlebar mustaches drinking hazy New England IPAs right. and talking about biotransformation. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what is, I don't even know what biotransformation is, but if it makes the beer good, that's yeah. what matters. <laughs> yeah. So it's been pretty receptive here. Yeah, the locals have been great. Yeah. Um, you know, the bigger market's up in Phoenix, so we still drive a lot of our product up there. Okay. But that's why we have a big system. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So, like, was has it been a while since there was actually a brewery here? Because you said at one point there were five. Yeah, that was in the uh, 1890s. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was the primary one, you'll see the name on the building when you walk downtown, the Crystal Palace used to be the Golden Eagle Brewery. Okay. Right. Um, so that one... That one was sort of the, the major one. The right. other ones were like fly-by-night, you know, uh, miners walk up to a tent and get a beer that questionable quality. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, there were breweries then. I think there was pretty much nothing for the entire 20th century. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that most of that was just a wasteland here of good beer. Um, yeah. And then there was a brewery. This building was a brewery. from. It was built in 2003 to be a brewery. It was Helderado Brewery for a few years. And then when they went under, this building became City Hall. City Hall, as in City the Hall city Brewing, of Tombstone. or their, their actual City, city of Hall. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So when you walk, this was all offices when when I bought it. So oh, you, really? Yeah. So wow. you would walk in, and there was like a little weird jail-looking thing that would put you over to a metal detector, and then they had glass above the bar. So it was like the clerk would sit back there, and when you paid your water bill, yeah. you'd step up to that literally that bar, the, bar you guys have the exact right now. same bar. Yeah. So they wow. just we just took down the glass, yeah. took down the walls, opened it up again. So it's and a then, beautiful place, man. Thanks. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. City Hall, huh? Well, I think that it's it's serving the public in a much yeah. better way now. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, okay, so where do people find you on Earth and online? How can they? What's the address? Um, Tombstone beer. Okay. Um, pretty much all the handles are Tombstone beer. Okay. So if you go Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything's yeah. Tombstone beer. Nice. Um, and Tombstone is our website. We list actually all of our commercial accounts there too. So if you okay. want to know every place that we sell beer to, they're all they're all on that little map. Okay. Nice. So, so if somebody's in Flagstaff, they're like, where do I get this this beer? I wish we got it up there. Oh, not yet. <laughs> not no, yet. we uh, we self-distribute. So Oh, uh, that's a drive. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 way they would get kegs would be if we're um would be if we were going up there anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, it's a good place to visit though. There's some good absolutely. breweries up there too. Oh, yeah. For sure. But um well cool. Hey, thanks man. I really appreciate it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode. I really love what Matt and Whitty are doing down there on Tough Nut Street in the town, Too Tough to Die, Tombstone, Arizona. Keep an eye on these guys. IPA, double IPA, off the charts. Barrel aging program is going to be unreal, so keep an eye on these guys. In the next episode, I go back to Phoenix and I check out a place whose happy hour starts at 6 a.m. That's right. 6 a.m. Stay tuned. In the meantime, if you guys like what you're hearing, do me a huge favor. Let's spread the word. Tell some friends. Send the word out, right? Give a rating review on iTunes. Whatever you got to do, let's spread, spread the word. In the meantime, always remember, stay awesome.